calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, welcome to my vagina. I'm Jesse Karen. Hi, I'm Rebecca. And here, ooh, that wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. Hi, I'm Rebecca Frank. Here we are again, having our current historical, hysterical, infuriating conversation about our lives as vagina-having organisms. All content made up on the spot, but probably researched. <laughs> Just kidding, definitely researched. So... I guess it was a few weeks ago, a regular sat at my bar and was aghast when I told him <laughs> the name of my web series. Pearl Clutcher. Slash podcast. It's, <laughs> now I'm visualizing him clutching his pearls. So oh my. <laughs> anyway, I guess he'd had like a couple of drinks and he straight out told me I could not call it that. To which I replied, I can call it whatever I want to. <laughs> and in fact, I do all Because it's my show. <laughs> and he continued to express his discomfort over the quote unquote hot word saying that the title was quote unquote crude and that I should be more subtle. I don't, I'm, I'm still confused by hot word. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a thing. I was like a buzzword. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, this is, a, I was like, if you're going to have criticisms, at least Get your fucking wording right. It fucking says hot word. I'm upset by your hot word. I explained to him that it was not meant to be subtle. It was meant to be jarring to create a discussion and that the word vagina was not crude, nor is it a hot word, and that his blatant disapproval of the title of my show did not matter to me. If oh, it yeah. didn't matter to me that my ex-boyfriend didn't approve, then your opinion certainly doesn't matter to me. And he thinks... <laughs> that, that he's gonna say this you're like oh you know what you're right let me go change it because you don't like it it's right like, you know I have low. struggled with it in the past and, and occasionally I still have those moments where I'm like what am I doing this was so liberating because it was the first time that I was like oh not only does your opinion not matter to me at all but it only reinforces my enthusiasm for this project it was funny because I like expressed my intention of educating people through laughter he said I was doomed <laughs> what a shithead so what happened basically is that he came in the next week and he had watched some of my episodes mm -hmm. and he was like they were really good there is a lot to be said and I think that this is one of the most important things you know like what we're really hoping for is an open mind and conversations like that. That mm -hmm. someone will, maybe someone's going to be like, you know what, I don't care about what you have to say. But then they're big enough to take the time to actually listen, yeah. step back, admit a mistake, and oh realize God. that like they don't have the corner on everything. Totally. I said, hats off to that guy and to you. Yeah, no. You know, tiny applause. Yeah. 
I never thought a tampon could be so great until I learned about Rely. A tampon this great is worth finding out about. Remember, they named it Rely. Listen to me. All right, so we're going to talk about tampon taxes, which our research has shown us is actually a misnomer. Um, <laughs> I really love researching. Like I could tell. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm sending you emails, and they're like fucking two thousand word documents about I know, some bullshit. But they're beautiful, and I was like looking at them, and I, I honestly didn't even want to send you mine because it's how my brain works, and it's a, it's chaos. But yours is like, there's bold and italics and bullet points and it's just it's beautiful to look at but there's bullet points that say arguments for the tax blah 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 misogyny (laughs) (laughs) a tampon tax is actually um we always talk about as a tampon tax i think you know i think words kind of matter a little bit so it's it's probably a little bit problematic that we call it a tampon tax when actually it's it's really just a a general sales tax Mm -hmm. so what we really need to actually talk about is um whether it's a luxury tax or whether it's, oh, it or as you said, pr- and what I've learned between progressive and regressive taxes. Yeah, I did a lot of research on tax policy. <laughs> like tampon tax sounds like a thing people can rally behind, you know, mm-hmm. is like a thing that's like, yeah, fuck that shit. And honestly, fuck that shit because we shouldn't have a tax on it because we have to have them. Um, but one of the one of the kind of counterpoints that's always brought up is, oh, well, you know, men don't men don't pay taxes on Viagra and women pay taxes on tampons. Mm-hmm. And this is a gender issue because um, because men should pay taxes on Viagra. And while in like short, I kind of get that. But but it's more complicated. It's than that. way more complicated than that. And so that's why this is a super important thing to talk about. So what we're really going to talk about is is the idea of like luxury goods versus necessities. What items are excluded from sales tax. So that's, we found agricultural items, pharmaceuticals, food, food sometimes clothes. You need it, you depend on it. Right, so we're talking about the things that, that are kind of life or death. And so, I mean, as women sitting here right now, I can say that 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 a, that any sort of menstrual products are absolutely crucial to my ability to go about my day when I'm fucking bleeding. Well, here's the thing that I find hilarious is that <laughs> Men don't want to know about it. They don't want to see it. But if we don't have these things, I'd be walking around with a giant red river on my back. Right. So on my ass, not my back. I mean, it might go up there. That would be a pretty good Houdini trick if I could squirt it out the back. Or maybe you were doing handstands. You could have been. (laughs) That's what I feel like doing when I'm menstruating. (laughs) Handstands. Inversions. Cartwheels. (laughs) Just like an abstract fucking painting all over me. I tie dye. And I mean, we and we know that men don't want to see that because and I wish we'll have to look up her name, but there's an artist who posted a photo on Instagram of uh, she woke up one morning and she, I guess, either her period had started or she leaked through, you know, the tampon or pad or whatever she was using. And there was a very like small blood stain. Mm-hmm. And Instagram took it down three times because it violated their, you know, terms of, you know, service or, or whatever. Um, and it was because there was a, it's, it's because talking about menstruation is so taboo and yet it's blood, it's blood, it's blood. I mean, granted, sometimes it's chunky, but still, but it's not blood. a big deal. <laughs> I mean, I've seen pictures of people putting, you know, if you got a bad cut or, yeah. Uh, yeah, or like popping shit, you know, like 
There's a whole thing. You can go down a YouTube fucking rabbit hole of people like squeezing infections out of their fingers for hours. Uh, did you see the guy who folded up his nose and a hundred uh, pimples popped? Stop. Or not pimples, the blackheads. Really rough. I don't know why I watched it. But but the point is that that, that stuff is readily available and does not violate any sort of terms of, of service or, mm-hmm. or user agreement. And yet like a small bit of menstrual blood mm-hmm. that you honestly wouldn't even notice upon looking at the photo initially is so problematic that it got pulled down three times and she had to actually write letters to Instagram to get them to put the photo back up. And she had to explain why this is not why there's nothing wrong with it. Do you know what her explanation was? Uh, she said it was a natural natural process. Right. And, you know, it's not, there's nothing taboo. All women bleed. And so why well, it is we... taboo. It should not be taboo. Right, right. It should not be taboo. Yeah. So the other thing, too, about this, because, you know, if we're going to make it, it is, a, it is a gendered issue because you think about it. And, you know, how often do we see things on television, like in movies or whatever, about like the woman asking the man or conversations that we have about like a girlfriend or whatever asking her boyfriend or friend to pick up tampons at the store. And they're and like, oh God, no. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> so so like we bear the, the brunt of it. Mm-hmm. And, and so in New York State alone, uh, getting rid of sales tax on tampons and other menstrual products, which New York did do, uh, cost Woo-hoo! the state $10 million in income. In one mm-hmm. year. But, but it that, went back into the pockets right, of the women who were exa- buying tampons. Exactly. And so there is a big loss there. But I mean, I'm pretty sure if anything that I know about economics is correct, that when you give people more spending money, the economy does better. And specifically, women spend money more responsibly than men. Mm-hmm. And so you give women money and things <laughs> things go better. I wish my eye roll better. made a sound. I know. Me I too. mean, I just remember what I still... I don't anymore. Now when I walk in, I'm like, I'll have the tampons, please. Yeah. But I when s- I was a kid, I would be like, can I? You know, when you have to go yeah. in there and you buy like chips and cookies and, and, you, like, put it and you put it underneath of everything and you're just like, please don't show. Please, please don't let my crush and you show really, right now. <laughs> and you really don't want like the one dude that's at the checkout counter to be your checkout person. And right. he always is. You look for the female yeah. person, which is so ridiculous that that's how shameful it is that. And this happens to us every single month. Yeah. And again, I don't want this to happen, but it does and yeah. it's normal and it's natural and it happens to half the population. Yeah. Like I went into a CVS a couple of weeks ago and I, you know, didn't have everything that I needed. I was in a rush. I had to go I was going up to Maine and I go in and I like I bought tampons and I had to use the self-service checkout thing which uh, you know is a conversation for another day. I hate mm-hmm. that checkout thing. But there was a lady there that had to keep an eye on all of the checkouts. Um, and so I had a bag with like, you know, three different types of tampons because I have a really heavy period and the ultra that I need doesn't come in a variety pack. So mm-hmm. I have to buy the ultra as its own type and then the other things separately. So, you know, right there, that's $18 easy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I like buy all of these things and I have like a fucking like Santa Claus sized bag of tampons like yep. slung over my shoulder. And I looked at the lady and I was like, do you guys have a bathroom that I can use? And she had seen me buy all of this stuff. And she just looked at me and she's like, we don't have one for customers, but are you having an emergency? And I was like, I am. And she was like. (laughs) (laughs) 
mutual acknowledgement of what is happening. Yeah. And so she couldn't abandon her station. And so there was like another dude working at the a dude working at the CVS. And she was like, um, can you show this lady the bathroom? And he was like, but there aren't bathrooms for customers. And she was like, it's an emergency. And he was like, yeah, but and she was like, it's, suck a dick. She goes, it's an emergency. And she was this like 65 yes, year old little lady. And she put like the fear of God in him. You know, she was like, it is an emergency. And he was her manager. And he was like, okay. (laughs) If men bled out of their penises, there would be mail pads delivered to their houses. There would be public, (laughs) there would actually be public restrooms in this city. There would be public restrooms. They they wouldn't even need pads because there would be so much, there would be so much research on how better to accommodate them on this monthly thing that it wouldn't, pads would be, non-existent. Diva cups just came out. Pa- tampons were designed by a man. Yeah. And and you know, thank you kind of cuz it was better than tying up a sheet around my fucking crotch. Oh, but the thing is is it was not designed for a woman. Right. And and I think there needs to be more addressed on like cuz Diva cups are already like a huge fucking upgrade. Yeah. Environmentally for our bodies, we're not putting any unnatural chemicals in our mm-hmm. you know, we can't get TSS from it. Yeah. I just think if men bled from their penises, I yeah. wish. I really, I, I just want it to happen for like six months. Yeah, it would be really nice. I just, I want it to happen for six months just so they know. Yeah, what it's like. I mean, I, didn't they try to make dudes have to, oh no, it was, it was a. Uh, no, they did. They they, did. they tried to simulate cramps on men right, right. through like tiny electric shocks, which is still not what it is, but it's. Whatever. It's as close as they're going to experience. They're gonna experience and it's the best you can get. And they could barely handle it. It was really funny to watch them rip the fucking things off of them because they would just do it intermittently. Yeah. And the men would like grab the the wires and pull them off and be like, I can't. I don't I don't understand. Yeah. No, it's terrible. But they also did the a thing where and I could be wrong for like a week. They tried to simulate bleeding. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been BuzzFeed and they again freaked out and were like it just it went through the pad and it got on my yeah I on ruined my, my underwear, underwear. Ruined my underwear ruined my pants and you're like welcome to the world bitch yeah like <laughs> i mean you know to the to, i would love to just make a list of the things that i've ruined mm. you know a plane seat the front seat of my mom's car you know how many fucking mattresses that in the middle of the night i've had to rip the sheets off and mm. scrub the mattress to try and get the blood off before it oh, yeah. seeped in like it's like i got my period while i was like Dating, uh, dating's a big word. <laughs> uh, and he was passed out. And I remember waking up and you do that pat down. You're like, fuck, you can feel it. Mm-hmm, yep. um, you can feel it like dripping down your leg. And you're like, oh, it's going to touch. And I like, <laughs> she's going to blow. <laughs> and I looked down and there was already like a little oh, God. vulva stain yep. of blood. And I got up and I went downstairs and while he... I still, to this day, don't know why he didn't wake up through this whole thing, or maybe he was pretending like it wasn't happening. Right. But I went and got a washcloth and, like, soap and sat there and rub it, rubbed it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think that while we're, while we're on this, it's an important thing to note that... So we were talking a little bit earlier about, like, progressive and regressive taxes. Um, a progressive tax is, is dependent on, on the income. So, like, an income tax, dependent on how much you make, that's what, you know, that... So it'll be... A relatively higher percentage of your income that comes out versus a regressive tax is across the board. It's the same. So it doesn't matter if you're fucking Bill Gates or us, you still pay the same sales tax on certain items. Right. So one of the things that's always really important to look at is um, if we're talking about percentages and we're talking about relative effects, 
is who is more affected by these taxes. And women. <laughs> we're looking at women, but we're also looking at low-income women, oh, yes. women of color, um, uh, stuff like that. And and it's really important to just remember that that all of these different institutionalized issues, these different raci- racist structures that we have, just all kinds of structural inequalities, mm-hmm. all of these taxes fit into that. And so when we're talking about um, getting rid of getting rid of a tax on tampons, it might not matter so much to, you know, all of, you know, the white women mm-hmm. or wealthy women or whatever. But, but it matters it, a lot it, to low income houses. Yeah, because you think about it and you're just like, okay, well, for some people, like an extra dollar eighty eight, whatever it is, is nothing. You know, you don't even notice it. But when you're on a really, really tight budget, maybe that's you've food. got kids, like, yeah, that's the difference between paying a bill and not. Right. And and that's a, and that's a thing that really matters because we're having all of these different conversations right now about the way that our government functions and what kind of uh, social safety net, if any, we want to have. And so right now, especially, it's important to put as much money back in the pockets of women and low-income women specifically as mm-hmm. we possibly can, because a lot of a lot of the things that that people have relied on for a really long time are kind of on the on the chopping block right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me. This yeah. is a, this is a really obvious and easy way. Like, yeah, it's ten million dollars in in state revenue in New York, and I, and it's more in California. We have that number down here somewhere. More, but um, sure, that's a lot of money. But it can be it can be pulled from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that uh, overburdening easily pulled from somewhere. Yeah, else. Yeah, I don't think that. I mean, overburdening, not that <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> We're just like do it, just do it. Just why don't you do it? Yeah, just like overburdening low income women who don't nest don't have the have a voice um because they don't fucking have time right <laughs> you know and no one's listening uh is not it's not a way i don't think a democratic society should run so taxes on tampons undemocratic <laughs> <laughs> so what's so different about you i got my first period oh, so what's the big deal it means that blood is flowing out of my uterus so we have some fun some fast facts. Fast facts. Fast facts. You want me to go? Go. You start. Fat, some fast facts. Fast facts. Fast facts. I'll say, I'll say it really fast. No, I won't. I'm just going to say it normally. Um, <laughs> Kenya was the first country in the world to get rid of taxes on menstrual prices. Woo-hoo! Go Kenya. Get it, Kenya. Um, Ireland has no taxes on menstrual products. Surprising. Which was, yeah, con- considering their policies are kind of terrible. Right. Proportion, <laughs> but... Slovakia has a tax rate of 20% on menstrual items, which is the normal basic good rate, goods rate. So it's basically the same as here, except that their ta- their sales tax is super, super, super high. 20, yeah, 20% is a lot. 20% is a lot of money. Um, so those are some fun facts. I just, facts. I don't understand what they expect people to do if, for instance, low-income families cannot afford menstrual products, but you don't want us walking around. Yeah, with a blood stain well, on the back of our pants. That's the real question here. Like, what's what's the alternative? Is Are we going back to, like, the days of the red tent? Mm-hmm. You know? Are we all going to go, like, fucking sit, uh, sit on the toilet for five days and wait? I mean, well, we, I mean, we don't have to work. This is also something that I would like to do more research on that I would like to go into another time. But, I mean, there are places... We're talking about the U.S., but there are places mm-hmm. where women aren't going to school because right. they don't have product and because they're taught to be ashamed of... Um, menstruation and so they can't go to school for days at a time which essentially takes away their their learn like their 
education. Right. And we have all known, we've all learned that um, that uh, the one of the best signifiers of a country's success is how is the rate of education of women and girls. And mm-hmm. as women and girls become more educated, the trajectory of the country does better. And so this is beyond just like a, an issue of like of comfort. It's actually about economic growth, which mm-hmm. is the thing that seems to be the only thing that matters to anybody. So um, <laughs> uh, forget women. Maybe you'll listen to the fact that it helps your economy. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> and then uh, as of November of 2017, which mm-hmm, was just mm-hmm. mere days ago, mm-hmm. uh, there are nine states that have exempted menstrual products from sales tax entirely. So those states are Connecticut, Woo-woo! Florida, ah! Illinois, yeah. Maryland, mm. Massachusetts, mm-hmm. Minnesota, mm-hmm. New Jersey. See, everybody was fucking with Jersey, but Jersey's a tits. We got it. New York mm-hmm. and Pennsylvania. Yeah, what's up? And I would just like to go ahead and say for all those <laughs> listeners out there that the East Coast is very heavily represented Crushing here. It. So the rest of you guys could like follow along. <laughs> great. Get in. That would be great. Get it together. Get your shit together. Um. Um. So, I mean, I think that we can probably agree that we both think that menstrual products should be free. I mean, it'd be ideal if they were free. Yeah. It's Again, if men had it, they'd be in gumball machines. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? Just like, you go to the, like you go to the diner in Jersey, you know, you get, you like go out for some disco fries with your friends and on the <laughs> way back you go, you put 25 cents in, turn the thing and out, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. What you're going to get? <laughs> what are you going to get? <laughs> Super or light? Thank you for listening to Welcome to My Vagina. It's time for us to slide on out of here. You like that? (laughs) (laughs) We would like to thank our super duper producer, Caitlin Moldenhauer of More Banana Productions for producing us, hosting us, and for helping us reach our goals. I know this because in her day planner, it says help Jesse reach her goals. Best cheerleader ever. Please check out franklyrebecca.com where Rebecca slays you, politically smacks you, and reminds any misogynist to sit down and shut up because she's smarter than you. That's a fact that I support. Please also check us out at welcometomyvagina.com. Check out our latest videos on YouTube. Find us on Instagram at welcometomyvagina and Twitter at welcometomyvag. Thank you so much for listening, and we are stoked to prick your ears in two weeks. Bye! Bye! Bye!